0: I think one of the most compelling ideas that I've yet to bring forth, and, and I'm, I'm not yet very good at articulating either, is that there is a landscape that we exist in and that is habitable to certain ideas but not to others. And, and so it's really hard to maintain focus on an idea or it's really hard to get the desired outcomes that you want from from your work if the landscape is not structured to it and if you're not trying to structure the landscape of your life. What do I mean? The society, the literal landscape, the 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 various things that make up what you think of as life. If if you're not crafting that and, and or if it's not crafted in a way that's can can make the corollary outcomes possible, you're not going to get what you want. And so I know that's a poor explanation, but we're going to dig into an example of that in this episode by talking about modern, or pardon me, I'm going to call it contemporary online dating, especially Tinder as a platform. And I think that I have to take inspiration as it comes. And and this is one of those things where I don't I don't want to stick my nose up at the at the subject matter in order to get to the object, which is again communication, listening, change, you know, affecting change. And so I think that uh, this discussion of Tinder and online dating it will be a useful backdrop for that. And I hope that you will come along for this adventure. My name is Kerry, and once again, you're listening to From the Hip, where I talk about ideas that usually have been stirring in me, but I come here to the microphone without a script. And this story, uh, I think uh, there's a story that's a good starting point to get into this, which is I was sitting down about a year ago, ran into a friend of mine, at the bar. I hadn't seen him in a while. And so I told him a story about this woman that I had met recently. And we later got into a conversation about online dating. And he was a really appropriate person for this conversation to end up being with because he, um, you know, he he had met his first wife on a college campus. And they had not been long divorced when he met Another woman who had a young, had an infant child. She was single, and 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 so he's never really had a need of uh, online dating. For one, and for two, it it probably would not suit him very well at all. And and he's not the sort of guy. It just happens that we're having this conversation. He's not the sort of guy that I think would have a lot of success and nor am I nor am I with with online dating it's not really built for me and this is the beginning point of where I'm talking about the landscape and I question whether tinder or frankly almost any of the uh, the the dating sites that are out there today I question whether many of them are actually built for success of many of their users Tinder is just kind of the, the tip of the iceberg as being the worst example. I don't think it's built for at least someone like myself to succeed. And then there's maybe a whole other thing, which is, is it built for someone else to succeed, but to succeed in ways that are opposite of my own goals? My own goals being having a lasting relationship so there's a serious question right off the bat: Is 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 this is this platform that can that is stripped down to very little actually built to service, uh, you know, support the beginning of relationships that that work, that go that that uh, go a distance? And one of the things that that I mentioned to my friend was, you know, along the lines of that question, I said. I, there are so many women that don't reply to messages. And, you know, it's like I don't, I don't have a lot of matches to begin with. And, and I guess I, I try to make it that way I, because there, I, I would end up having the problem with that a lot of women have, which is that they get way too many um, likes, too many right, right, right swipes, and then get um, too many matches potentially – That would lead to nowhere, and there's kind of a game that that is to be played, which is it's typically you know falls on the the man in in a matching scenario to say something that for hopefully an all-encompassing word is compelling that garners the interest of the woman to reply, and for those of you who have non heterosexual relationships, um, you know, apply this as you will. I'm not trying to leave you out. But so, so there's this game that, that's being played, which is how do I get the woman to respond once we've matched? That, that, is, that is effectively what goes through my mind sometimes, and it must be going through the minds of, of several other men who use this platform, Tinder, and others. And, and this is the case, if, if for no other reason than just competition. Uh, but it's also the case because these, these platforms are fairly bare bones. And so, and for whatever reason, people tend not to utilize the space given to them to describe themselves in, in much detail you know in such detail as is possible that's that's not what i'm seeing is very often from women and i suspect not very often from men now there's another re- there's a reason for men to do that if their goals are just sex then then keeping their profile as bland as possible and and, and in order to try to ma- maintain some Mysteriousness, for one, and also just maintain an ambiguity so that they have room to play around and try to get to or towards uh, first or second, third date sex. Then, then there's a reason to 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 not use much detail. But uh, I'm more kind of stuck on the, the 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 conversational part of it, which is you, women are are going are looking seem to be looking for the. The message that gets their attention out of all, let's say, 25 messages in a day. You know, I have, um, I know someone who made an account on Tinder in a fairly large city, U.S. city, and within about two minutes, maybe less, had 50 likes. And Tinder at that point just says, "Well, you have more than 50 likes." They don't update on each one after that, right? And so, um, let's say she gets 100. And by the end of the day, she she um, goes through all of those potential matches that have already right, right swiped, and she ends up with 10. Well, then there's 10 potential, you know, then there's 10 men trying to send messages and get her attention. Well, there's only so much time in the week and almost so much time in the day to be able to com- communicate. And so what are you going to do? More than likely, if you're her, you're you're going to reply to one or two of them and ignore the other eight. And man, that I mean, so if you're if you're one of the other eight, you've really got to be uh, either build up a tolerance for being ignored, or or you've got to you've got to ratchet up your game at getting a response. And this is this is the next step that you need to to realize is that getting a response is not really a long term it's it's not what it's not a it's not a feature of the structure that is the long term relationship let me see if i can put that another way if what you want is to go a long ways you need a, a, a motor and you need an engine for a vehicle that is built to last a long time not an engine for a for a for a vehicle that's supposed to go fast a short distance, like a pulling tractor or a a drag racer. Okay, and I'm saying that the dynamic of you must get someone's attention is, you know, that's always been there. That's getting someone's attention has always been there, but it's not in this hasn't always been there in this fashion. And so the the current dynamic online is one that flips the landscape. We're saying we're saying you need to do this thing that belongs to the upside down in order to try to succeed in the right side up, which is get someone's attention quickly, even if it doesn't have anything to do with um, being honest, being genuine, being yourself being who you might want to be as an excellent person with this, this person that you've met, that you've, you've just somehow engaged with online. You think about it. Think, I mean, I I go through this. It's like, Oh, swipe through another thousand women. Oh, got a match. And it's like, Oh, this is the one woman out of that thousand that I was like, Oh, wow. I really hope she, I really hope she uh, likes me and we can match and, and, and go out. Because like out of the thousand women, this one's actually interesting. And maybe it would go somewhere. And then I'm going to fall on my face by, I guess, because I'm going to send a message that, that uh, kind of addresses what we have in common, perhaps. Uh, and it maybe is something worth laughing about. But it's it's just me. It's just me having a conversation as if, as if we had met. Uh, you know some and I and I tend to come in as I guess not 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 only as if we had just met but like a step or two beyond that like almost as if this aren't our first um, conversation because that's just to some extent that's how it should be now I'm going to I'm gonna be getting into layers of, of thoughts about romance that is too much for this topic hopefully though i'm I've made this this case I'm laying out this case fairly well is that you have one, a, a platform that is the dating site that is built with low information, so low filtering. And two, then you have the dynamic of, of attention-seeking that is geared toward the success of men whose goals are, are typically opposite of the women users, the female users, or are opposite you know, of the majority of, the, you know, them who are wanting to instantiate a long-term relationship that, you know, m- might involve children or it might involve, you know, buying property and running a business or, or, or some, you know, value-seeking proposition. It's actually not geared toward that. If, if ultimately what is happening is you have a subset of men who have learned to use this environment to um, swoon, you know be, be smooth, be suave, and say the things digitally anyway that that get a woman's attention. What's going to happen is she's more likely to respond to them, more likely to end up going on a date with the, the, the smoothest, messages that she is sent. And I mean absolutely zero disrespect to women, but and and I'm sure that there are some of you who are not falling into this trap that I'm describing, but I can't help but assume that uh, the majority of you are falling into the trap, or you're getting nowhere trying to find a mate online because you're rejecting either side of what I'm talking about. But in order to seize the day, you're going to need to make the progress of noticing the sorts of dynamics that I'm talking about. And what do you need to do about that? You need to write a profile that describes what distinguishes you, what defines you from other women, what defines you as a person, you know, among other persons. What's important to you now this goes this goes for men as well, but then once you've done that, you then need to try to engage with people on these platforms openly and genuinely, and that can unlock something I, that can that can change that will change the landscape, okay? if you say to yourself, "I'm going to write a profile then i'm going to read profiles and and then I'm, I'm even going to make the existence of 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 bios biographies um i'm gonna you know i'm gonna make that a key part of how i use this i'm gonna say you know what no bio no right swipe like maybe that would get me somewhere and then and then when i have a match i'm gonna look back at this bio and go okay yeah i this is there's a reason that I that I chose to to try to match with this person and I'm going to let the fact that like this person was smart enough and open enough to write something about themselves that was at least halfway meaningful uh, in in their bio that is and I'm going to let that trump the fact that they did not have the most attention getting message that they sent to me to start with. Like, hey, this message was a little bit awkward. Okay, I am staring at text on a screen that fits inside of the palm of my hand. Maybe I should make allowances for this awkwardness because the odds are that it would be awkward. And, and not only would it be awkward, you know, or, you know, should we expect it to be awkward, we can look around and, and realize that a little bit of awkwardness in real life is going to happen between people who really like each other and who can make it work anyway. Now, I think that in my own experiences, um, I would say that the less awkward it was starting out, the um, and I'm talking about in person now, the less awkward it was beginning, the the more promise the relationship had for me. And it also would turn out that the less awkward it is online, the just the same. The, the more promising the relationship was. So I'm not saying that you should look for awkward. Definitely not. I'm not saying that, that you 100% ought to... Put up with awkward, but I think that you should be suspicious or, or or skeptical that that you are going to be headed down the right path just because the person who's messaging you is coming off smoothly. Because if that person knows basically nothing about you, then then that smoothness is artificial. It, it doesn't relate to the connection between the two of you. Now, it, I'm, I'm speaking, I guess, to averages there, um, but unless you're getting to know each other really rapidly, that smoothness is not indicative of chemistry. It's indicative of someone's ability to be smooth. And some people are just smooth, and, and it's not a dig in, in, in all cases, okay? Some people are just a breeze to be around, but that doesn't mean that they're a good prospect for every person who's um, who has an easy time around them. Now, this episode was not intended to be about dating advice, but that is a little bit wrapped up in the idea that I want to get at, which is that there is a fault in the landscape. Okay, the the there is a there's a structural barrier to good c- communication, to, to alignment between parties who should really be in communication. There's a structural barrier to that in the landscape of online dating. Because, the, the I mean, at, at minimum, the platforms do not guide or inspire people to use the platforms in the most effective way possible. I saw a discussion of this yesterday, just very much by chance, wherein one person's take on um, OkCupid's site was that they are, that they've made it next to useless compared to what it used to be which really in my view was an exceptional site and, and this person's take was that that it was it's steering new users away from developing a long form biography when they set up their account they're they're more encouraged to make a number of short answer replies to questions that that may or may not reveal significant parts of their personality. And I would say probably leaning to the not side. From my perspective once again, I think it's it's way more important to to write um, about yourself and and for me who is a writer and and someone who, produces a podcast where you know so I'm I'm fairly comfortable just speaking at length about um, various subjects so and so I'm I, you know, I'd be willing I am willing and I have written at length about myself in order to ha- you know in order to get where I want to go and that that is you know to establish a, a relationship like I want it all. And so if I want it all, what should I be willing to do? Well I should be able to work at it and and so what have I done? well I, I've actually gone on to that particular site and written at length and there and it's an unlimited space as far as I know unlimited space to write about yourself and quite frankly, I think that the only people that I'm going to end up with or in, you know, the only person is going to be the type of person who's actually going to read what I wrote at length. Why wouldn't I want to do that? You know, The, the stakes are already such that I need to go online to try to find someone. The stakes are already such that I have to look outside a 20 mile radius. Maybe I have to look outside a 50 mile radius. You know, if you're looking at a 100 mile radius of potential mates because, this, because that's the landscape of trying to meet someone right now, then why not utilize the most information you could possibly get to make the whole process easier, why go on numerous dates, or, or for that matter, why waste your time trying to go on numerous dates with, with numerous potential suitors, because you need to go out on a date to find out if you're, like, if you're actually very interesting to one another. Why not filter all that out? Uh, filter out a lot of that that uh, process by just getting out a bunch of information up front that that weeds down the field. Now, now primarily women are doing this, um, where where they you know they they're doing quite a lot of this weeding. With, with, with little information and and so I'm suggesting go on, go on, keep doing that, but use more information um, and, and and demand it. The alternative which which I see as the current landscape is that most of us never we, most of us end up alone because because we're not using the tools that we have effectively you know so even if the apps are built upside down from what they should be the sites that is then then we're still not trying to use them in a, in a right side up way and leverage the, just the space the, the congregation of people we're not leveraging that so so and and in this on this path I think uh, eighty or ninety percent of us end up alone because we're we're responding to the landscape as it is which which is primarily again this is a this is a female directed dynamic because because women do choose. You know, I, I think I think it's the best explanation we have is that is that men and this comes from Jordan Peterson, but but men decide amongst themselves who who is the top, you know, what, what the hierarchy of men is, and women select off the top. Now we don't have a society that is structured in a way that that hierarchy is necessarily displayed. You know, and when it comes to online dating, that hierarchy is not really displayed. It comes back. You know, the the task comes back to the women having to try to figure out what the hierarchy is, rather than the hierarchy being on display, and and so that is likely gamed by men who you know men who are not at the top of the hierarchy in terms of their overall desirability or men who just want to use women are able to game the ambiguity that that comes with the more an anonymous culture that we have, and and certainly the anonymous level of you know the anonymous society. Like you know, it's it's just men and women in a vacuum, not not men and women interacting in a culture and pairing out of that culture. The the, the dating online dating is is. Very much separate from that, and and so all it comes down to is how is this interaction going to go? How do I present myself uh, um, attractively or not? Are we going to match? And am I going to to write something that that gets her attention, gets her to engage with me? We get into a conversation, and. And because she laughed at some of the things that I said, uh, etc., she feels good, and therefore we're going to go on a date. And, and we can go on these dates for like a month or two or three before she realizes that I'm kind of a jackass, and um, I don't really, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't know what he wants, or like, period or maybe he was just doesn't really yeah there's just not a fit let's put it let's put it very simply and all of that possibly possibly could have been dealt with from the get-go and so instead of instead of that being dealt with at the get-go what you have then is the other eight guys or nine guys whose messages weren't as good Um, getting recycled back through (laughs) the the piles the stacks of um, bot accounts and you know other women who are still not using the platform very effectively (laughs) Uh, or you know who are also just not uh, good matches and then eventually who who knows what's happening i'm going to i'm just going to leave that for some other discussion but the point is the there's a there's important communication in this dynamic and and on these online spaces that is not happening and and i think that we're all smart enough to realize it, I see a lot of people who are smart enough to realize, wow, I think this app, Tinder, uh, you know, is built to keep me using it because it almost never goes anywhere. And so I think that we're all actually, you know, smart enough to leverage it, you know, to, to at least leverage one of these sites in a way that would go somewhere. And yet we're not doing that. So why? Why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we putting more effort into making something happen? I think one of the reasons is, and this—it's—I um, hope that that if you are if you are a repeat listener here, this is this is starting to hit home with the, the themes of the show—is that. It's not easy. It's never going to be easy to communicate effectively, truly deeply until um, and at least until we orient ourselves toward being in the default mode of deep listening, it's never going to be easy to really listen to someone. Okay? And and, and one of the reasons that these these platforms don't work very well for us is they train us to have low expectations. And these and from these low expectations we we train ourselves to not put out much effort and hope that that it will go well. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if we hope. It's like, no, I'm not gonna put out that much effort into establishing a genuine conversation. I'm not going to put that much effort maybe into getting someone's attention because what's the payout? It's nothing. Well, I think, you know, that's where we are. That's where we are in general. That's what I've been talking about for like most of the past 17 episodes is it's easier to just not pay attention to people. It's easier to just go on about your business it's easier to just come home and fix a meal for yourself and not worry about somebody else's feelings or where they are or how their day went. It's easier. It's easier to not send messages to 5 people every day that you that you might Actually, be interested in it's easier to not send messages to two. Heck, maybe you know, it's you know, there's a lot of days it's easier for me to not send messages to one person. Um, who I'm, I'm at, you know, I'm at ground zero. I'm at ground level with, I should say. I don't have much rapport. It's difficult for me personally. It really is to engage with, with a stranger digitally. I, I, I have this need to be very real. Uh, I did, it wasn't always that way, but I, I did exhaust myself once or twice trying to be present digitally when that was what was necessary, it seemed like. And at the end of all of that, I just was worn out and I'm, you know, kind of unwilling to go back there, but that's always what it's going to take, is it's going to take 10 times more effort to achieve success than you think it should, or like you feel like you're up for. And, you know, man, um, you know, there's a, there's a book about that, and that I have not fully embraced. I'm probably not even, you know, I've not even reached 5x level. Um, the, the The book is The 10x Factor by Grant Cardone or Cardone. I, I recommend it because it's, it's, it's really fairly concisely written and, you know, he makes the point. It, It is difficult to embrace for a lot of us, this idea that you need to work 10 times as hard as you think you need to work in order to actually have success. Um, He's in a field where you know he he's in sales. His business is sales. He like you know. I think his 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 primary business is a sales consultancy, and and so he has employees and and the the really compelling part about that um, is that sales guarantees denials. So you you know. You, You've got to make 10 pitches for one sale. And so the other nine are just feedback or, or just guaranteed wasted time. But you had to go do all 10 in order to make that one sale. And that's, kind of, that's where we are. That's in, in the dating world. Is you you've got to be there. You've got to show up online and communicate, and you've got to work. And uh, I know I'm am kind of preaching to myself right now because uh, it's not easy, and and I'm bound to be ignored because. I I live far away from you know uh, quite a bit of the pool of women that I'm shown to, and I have sharply different uh, lifestyle and interest from so many women, and and so like that's just built in. Like I'm there's going to be plenty uh, of women who are just they're not gonna they're not gonna swipe right on me because of those sorts of reasons. And then there's so many more that are gonna swipe left because I'm I'm this intense person and I just go ahead and make that clear up front that I think about things and I and I have different conclusions than than people are accustomed to. And I just make that part of the, the, the upfront process. It's streamlining the process quite a bit, I would say um, when you consider the alternative, which would be to go on p- potentially 50 dates with women who who were in for something more tame, some guy who's more um, simple <laughs> than myself. So um, we've got to take this information and realize that we're going to actually have to work at this. It's, it's the same as, as all these other conversations that we're not having because they're difficult, or or that we're not having well because we don't know how to listen, um, and and so those things, our reluctance to engage with the difficult, and our our training to disregard the uncomfortable, are getting in the way of us establishing meaningful partnerships. Uh, there's 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 plenty of other things that are getting in the way, but. Once again, here we are, theme of this show, can we get face to face? Can we look at one another and actually listen to each other? Yes, we can. We but we have to choose to do it. And and so I think that the online dating landscape is an example of of, of ways that we're failing to do so. And here hopefully is, is been my contribution to doing not just better at that, but a a reference point for just how badly we, we need to focus on doing it in, in all areas of our life lives. So I am, with that, going to sign off. Thank you for your time and your attention. Have a good week. Keep by